0: Well, honestly, when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I the past. I about the people. Welcome back to Draft Bias we are legally tampering legally tampering yes yeah, right day two illegally illegally ta- tampering legally not illegally although i'm sure some of these teams have been illegally tampering that's right it's free agency in the nfl the the precursor to free agency the christmas eve but the christmas eve where you get to open up your presents like the fun kind of christmas eve not those christmas Eves where you have to hang out and uh, there's no tv and like everybody's like 120 like uh, the age difference is all all over the place and there's six of you and you all have to sit around and you're reading stories about i don't know you're watching the same claymation christmas movies like sometimes that's nice and wholesome and sometimes y'all just want to drink eggnog and open up some gifts well folks this is some time to open up some gifts right uh we are now into day two of legal tempering And uh, there's been a little bit more movement on the market. Not as much as yesterday, of course not. Why would there be? Yesterday had some cuckoo bananas movement. This is just like moderate movement, which is still more than what we've had in months. Everybody, it's the third day of Christmas, second day of Christmas, third day is actual Christmas. That's right. We get the full confirmation which of these deals... Are going forward truly, which of these deals sounded too good to be true and maybe were, that all the deals will be official come Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Keep that on your desk. Anyway, so let's go right off the top. The Bears, right? Why are we talking about the Bears, Walter? Well, because they signed a quarterback. Unfortunately, his name is Andy Dalton. Um, Yeah, well, once we figured out that Cam Newton was going back to the Patriots and our boy uh, Fitzpatrick... Decide, you know what, I'm going to go and hang out with the, the Washington football team. And I'm going to go ahead and try to get to a playoff. Well, he could have did this the same way. He could have went to the Bears. He went to the Washington football team. Maybe the better move. And uh, and now Andy Dalton goes to join Nick Foles in a kind of awkwardly crowded quarterback room uh, with, uh, with Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Uh, this feels like a team where everything's going to be on a rebuild next year. Uh, you know they cut both of their tackles. Uh, both of them. Oh, maybe they kept Leno. I'm not quite sure. They might have only cut one tackle. They cut Bobby Massey. We know that for sure. I think they still have Charles Leno on the roster actually. But they signed Jermaine Fetty right to be their right tackle one year, five million dollars, which I think was essentially what they saved by getting rid right of Leno. So maybe they just felt like he was better than Leno. Uh, maybe he happens to be the Dave Letterman of right tackles. Who knows? Uh, also, there's a rumor out there that Anthony Miller might be available. That's right, the wide receiver, former, I think he was a second-round pick. Uh, this is supposedly so they can clear a little bit more cap space because apparently, like, you know, they would get about a million point two uh more cap space if they cut or, or trade Anthony Miller. Dang, man, like how the mighty have fallen. Um I like Anthony Miller a lot. He He's actually a very good uh, player when he's been on the field. The problem's been health. Um, they did tag a- Allen Robinson. Uh, Allen Robinson now gets Andy Dalton to throw to him. Andy Dalton now gets a basically pseudo form of A.J. Green to throw to. Uh, assuming that, you know, it's him starting in the fall and they somehow get rid of Nick Foles, that's a possibility. Um, Nick Foles has not been that great. In, uh, in Chicago, I would probably prefer Andy Dalton over Nick Foles. Actually, I, yeah, I'm probably leaning towards I would. Um, the problem is is Nick Foles' contract is a little bloated, is to say the least. Um, maybe they come up with a deal and trade him somewhere that is palatable to both teams. Uh, there's been rumors out there that maybe Denver would be interested in him being the backup to push uh, Drew Locke. Boy, howdy, do I feel bad for Denver, if that's the case. But let's move on, right? Uh, Dalton to the Bears, and Effetti is back. Uh, The Giants, the Giants had a couple of big deals. Well, one big deal... Uh, and then one tiny deal, but one big tiny deal, right? They extend Leonard Williams, so now they get a little bit of cap space by extending Leonard Williams. Apparently, they are, they've they been very much in on the wide receiver market. They just have only gotten one wide receiver so far. His name is John Ross. Yes, the guy who holds the record for the fastest 40 at the Combine. four two two speed. Here we go. One year, $2.5 million. I think $1 million of that is guaranteed. I actually like that deal for the Giants a lot. Um, that guy's electric. I wanted him on some other teams, but um, you know what? You always get what you want. I kind of I, I like the signings. One of those things where I go, you know what? Gettleman, you're not always bad. You, you sometimes come up with some good moves here, but uh, yeah. So they they lose to Alvin Tomlinson. They manage to keep Leonard Williams. They extend Leonard Williams' three-year deal. Um, they clear out a little bit of cap space, and then they sign John Ross. We will see what else they get to do. They, and I, I think I mentioned – I don't know if I mentioned that They did rework Nate Soldier's deal, so he will be back, and he will be playing for them. I don't know if he's playing right tackle or left tackle. They're keeping Andrew Thomas at left tackle. I would keep Andrew Thomas at left tackle. Nate Soldier's temporary, but they did rework his contract to make him more palatable. They did release Kevin Zeitler pre-free agency. That's why the, the Ravens got him. They haven't really talked about the Giants that much other than I think – Uh, a little bit. I don't know if I talked about much at all yesterday. The Jaguars, right? Let's talk about the Jaguars, right? Might have been a little snarky about some of their signings, mostly guys who looked like they were on special teams. Well, today, they made moves. They signed Shaquille Griffin, uh, corner from the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, They signed him to a a three-year deal. Uh, They signed uh, Tyson Alualu uh, and actually, Shaquille Griffin currently, I think, is the guy who got the highest paid contract for a corner right now. We'll talk about another co- uh, cornerback later. Tyson Alualu of the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been really good. If you've heard me on other shows or on this show, maybe I've preached about him, Maybe somebody should go get him because um it would be a steal from another team, you know, stealing from the Steelers is good, but not only that it comes at a cheap price and this is a two year six million dollar deal. It's probably the the moment I went, oh, actually, I, I think the Jaguars might know what they're doing. They also traded for Malcolm Brown from the Saints, a guy who I thought was released. Uh, they made it sound like he was getting released. This is what the, the Saints were doing. They were kind of like, we're releasing this guy. And then uh, for an undisclosed draft pick, they traded him to uh, the Jaguars. Uh, Marvin Jones, they signed Marvin Jones to a two-year deal. Uh, a very good two-year deal. Uh, much lower than what I was expecting. Um And I think he's $9 million guaranteed for the two years. So, really, if they want to cut him after this year, they don't think it works out. It's fine. But you get a a veteran receiver in that receiving core who I actually think has very good downfield ability, good contested catch range. Um, I I think this was a smart move signing uh, Marvin Jones. And they also signed Jihad Ward, formerly of the Ravens. He's going to join his defensive line coach down in Jacksonville, the new D coordinator there. Uh, The Bills – Signed Manny Sanders, yes, Emmanuel Sanders His release became official He went up to Buffalo, signed a one-year $6 million deal Or up to $6 million deal uh, Some of the, these numbers are all over the place uh, But I think that's a good move They got rid of John Brown, who's the speed guy So they go ahead and go for a guy who's a route runner Who can get open differently um, I do feel a little weird with that receiving core It's a lot of guy. It's not a whole lot of speed anymore after losing John Brown But Manny Sanders is quick Cole Beasley's quick, and Stephon Diggs is good. So that's that's all we needed. They saved a little bit of money by switching from John Brown to Manny Sanders. Uh, and Manny Sanders has been actually relatively good at staying healthy, even though he tore his Achilles a couple years ago. He rehabbed from that and bounced back in like eight months. Crazy dude. Uh, Brown signed Tack McKinley, formerly of the, the Falcons and the Raiders, uh, they had put three claims in on this guy last year, and they finally got him now in free agency. They clearly wanted Tack McKinley. I think Tack McKinley wanted them. It's He could have re-signed with the Raiders. He said, nah, I'm signing with the Browns. I get to play opposite Miles Garrett. This team looks like they know what they're doing. He sends a one-year $4 million deal. He may be able to get up to $6 million with some kind of incentives. Good deal for the Browns. I like it. Yeah, you know, he uh, They didn't want to overspend on defensive end. They might look at some other edge rushers in uh, the free agency class and in the draft. Uh, the Ravens re-signed Tyus Bowser to a four-year deal worth up to twenty-two million. He's been—he was kind of of the guys leaving. The guy who kind of had the—I I, think—the most versatility had actually been very good for them. They re-signed Derek Wolf, formerly—you know—again, he, he was on there this year, but he was formerly of the Denver Broncos. They keep him on a little bit more, and they keep that that interior three—the trio of Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf. And, um, Brendan Williams, the Patriots, the Patriots did not end their free agency spree, everybody. They did not. They signed, uh, Hunter Henry, uh, to be their other tight end. This is actually kind of now starting to make sense. We're starting to see what the plan is from the Patriots. They're going to run a lot of two tight end sets, create some mismatches, dictate the coverages and 12 personnel. Um, you know, they they got Nelson Aguilar to be the outside speed guy. They got Kendrick Bourne to maybe be the, the you know the the split end to try you know try to you know, he's gonna go ahead and get off the line of scrimmage. he will probably scheme open a little bit of Nelson Aguilar. Maybe they attack some more speed in free agency. Uh, I know that there's still a lot of free agent wide receivers available, so th- maybe they look for another receiver, maybe one with some speed. Maybe they look in the draft. There's a lot of speedy guys in the draft. Uh, depending on how they go. Although it's now looking, the way they're building this team, that they have an idea of maybe if they want to draft a guy, maybe they'll trade up. Uh, you know, maybe go ahead and get a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields. Something I've been saying for a bit. I think a lot of people have been saying it too. It's not just me. I think this is actually very much the plan from uh, a little bit of ago. Um, they're gonna go ahead. I think they'll maybe trade up, trade next year's first round pick, get up into the top ten. And maybe get a Justin Fields, a Trey Lance, or worst case scenario, a Mac Jones. Um, Titans. Titans had an interesting day. Titans keep on doing weird moves that I don't necessarily agree with, and they'll probably kick me in the booty later on. But yeah, so they um they cut Dennis Kelly, who's played pretty well for them as like a swing tackle, right tackle guy, and they cut a Dory Jackson, who had his uh his injury his uh. His fifth year option was this year, ten million. It's not that bad for a corner. Um, he was injured for most of last year; only played three games. The year before that, he only played a few. He played, I think, eleven games. Um, but still, pretty shocking. The other two, the other three years he played, he's been really good for them. Uh, he's developed really well. This guy, you developed a very athletic corner guy who's played in the slot, can play outside, can play man. Um, I'm actually really shocked that they did this. So. Uh, yeah, cut him ten million dollars fifth fifth-year option. If they had kept him past tomorrow, his fifth-year option would have been fully guaranteed. You know he's healthy enough because he the fifth-year option under the old CBA, which is what his fifth-year option was still under, was guaranteed for injury only. So there's going to be a team that, that checks him out. Um, they did sign Janoris Jenkins, which he was just released from the Saints, previously on the Giants and the Rams. Uh, I thought that was a little bit of an interesting signing. I don't have the numbers on that deal. I guess they're saving some money, but I don't know. Getting rid of they might they might be changing their 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 scheme. It sounds like it sounds like they are attacking. You know, they they went for edge rusher yesterday with Bud Dupree. Um, now they add Janoris Jenkins, a solid man outside corner. Uh, you know, go along with Folden. I I still think they go for another corner either in the draft or free agency. Um, but it is it's a little telling. I'm guessing they save some money, but he's a 30 he's a you know, he's over 30 years old. He's a bigger corner. So uh, maybe they feel like this can this can work for them. They maybe feel like he fits the scheme better. They cut Butler, they cut a Dory Jackson. The Dennis Kelly one's a real shocker um losing your right tackle after trading away your first round pick at right tackle last year, this is starting to sound kind of bonkers banana crazy. Maybe they have somebody they're gonna go ahead and sign. maybe Bobby Massey of the Chicago Bears. you know again, he's out there right now. Um, there are a couple of other other potential cheap options, but still I'm a little shocked at uh, at the maneuver. um Texans continue to do uh, their cheaper, uh fun free agency maneuvers we're gonna go cheap we're gonna go to the thrift store and just go shopping and they signed terrence mitchell formerly of the browns and the chiefs he's been very good for the browns as a depth guy He play a depth but he played almost he played i think the whole season last year as outside corner he was the one guy who played i think i think he played a thousand snaps last year he was the depth corner and he played so much and now he's getting a deal similar to what he was getting paid previously on the browns uh so a uh, two-year, I think it's two point, uh two-year $7 million deal, so $3, 3500000 Um, I think that was a little pricey. I think the Browns did maybe think about bringing him back, but more as, a, again, a depth guy who can maybe rotate in. That's a lot of money to, in this economy for some teams, probably not a lot of money for the Texans, and they probably needed a fixed corner at some point anyway. So I think that was a smart move by the Texans. He's been a very solid corner. You're not going to be able to play a lot of man coverage with him, but it sounds like they have an idea where they want to go on defense. And, again, he's a depth guy. Maybe help bring along some rookies, if you will. They signed Tyrod Taylor to a one-year deal, uh, incentive-laden mostly if he plays and gets the play, things like that. Um, he, it's starting to show they're, they're putting in contingency plans, uh, Pep Hamilton's over in Texas uh, with the Texans. He previously was with the Chargers, which Tyrod was there as well. So along with Pep Hamilton came Tyrod Taylor. Derek Rivers uh, signed a one point two million dollar deal to come over and hang out with the Texans as well. He's very familiar with Nick Casario uh, from their time up in, in, in with the Patriots, as well as um. Jack Easterby because Derek Wolf was drafted by the Patriots and then he, I guess, it got waived and ended up over on the Rams. Now he's a free agent. Now he's on uh, the Texans. So, kind I, I think that's an interesting maneuver for them. Uh, again, the, uh, saw an edge rusher adds to their core of guys to see you know what they can get out of some cheap contracts, right? They have to go this route. This is the only way they can really build. I think this is a smart move on their end. You don't know what you're going to get in camp. Uh, After that, okay, we got to talk about the Raiders. I think the Raiders are having a, a, a weird come-to-Jesus moment or a come-to-something moment. Um, They cut Rodney Hudson, the center, right? Apparently they worked out a deal he wanted out. Dude, if your center wants out, that's a big deal. N- top 10 center in the NFL, very good. Um, He's now released. I, they worked out some deal. He's gone. I don't know if they're taking a cap hit on him or not. Uh, or how much their cap hit is? At the initial reports it would have been two million, but now there's some reports that maybe it's not that much. I just think that's a crazy thing to happen. Is you're cut uh, the, the Raiders' starting offensive line outside of Colton Miller is gone. There is no more Gabe Jackson, no more Rodney Hudson. Uh, Trent Brown was traded away. Richie Incognito is gone. We're talking about the starting offensive line for like the last two to three years. In fact, Gabe Jackson, Rodney Hudson, and um, even before that, Coltivio Semley. Go back to before Gruden came back to the Raiders. Hudson was a big signing around the time Carr was drafted, a little bit after Carr was drafted. I think his second year in the NFL. So that's a little shocking. Uh, Nicholas Morrow's returning to the Raiders. I don't, you know, he, he's been there, uh, one of the better blitzers on their team. Um, Seahawks sign Akilah Witherspoon to help replace Shaq Griffin. Uh, Akilah Witherspoon gets to stay on the on the West Coast. Uh, goes to a scheme that's very similar to what Saylor ran down in. Uh, in San Fran he goes to a scheme and totally fits what he does perfect maneuver uh on both ends I think this was a very smart very good signing and a very good match for a player um in fact I think when Akilah Witherspoon came out I thought the Seahawks were going to draft him because he just seemed like a Seahawks style player big long corner play outside play press uh and play cover three uh and now you know uh, and he, he showed really well at the end of the year I thought he was a great one-year signing And this is a guy who I would like for a lot of teams So, good Good move on the Seahawks, finally um, They also extended Puna Ford Nose tackle Good move on their end Uh, The Miami Dolphins Come onto the board Um, They signed Malcolm Brown A running back formerly of the LA Rams I'm not quite sure what was the Okay They wanted a running back I'm assuming they're going to draft somebody this year. Uh, they also signed Jacoby Brissett, um, formerly of the Colts. Now they have like a depth guy to be on their team to be quarterback. I think that's a smart move. I actually think Jacoby Brissett. You know, they're losing Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now they get a guy to be the backup QB who could be a solid spot starter. You know, again, if you're having issues, you have injury issues with Tua. Keep in mind. Tua did have a couple of injuries when he was in college. So the best part about having a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal is you do have the money to put towards your backup quarterback, have a high-end backup. So I think that was a smart move on their end. Cardinals re-signed Kelvin Beecham to a two-year deal. I think it was two years, $4 million. That was a great deal. Um, Solid tackle prospect to be bringing back. He played really well for them when he's had a spot star. He's very good for a swing tackle uh, move. I, I think that was a really smart maneuver on their end. Um... Cowboys signed Ty Insecki, formerly of the Bills. He's been a very – you know, that's another depth guy who's kind of been out there. Um, previously went to the Bills, was one of the guys that they kind of rotated in to kind of fix their their offensive line issues a couple years ago when they just started throwing money at the offensive line, a little itty-bitty, you know, oh, we'll get this guy, we'll get that guy, we'll get this guy. Uh, the Lions, the Lions cut a couple of players, Chase Daniels, Danny Shelton, D-Tackle, D-Tackle. Um, Danny Shelton's a very good run stuffer. I think he'll probably have at least somewhat of a market. I don't know what team, because I mean Jacksonville's signing all the defensive tackles. So again, keep in mind they signed a defensive tackle from the Chicago Bears yesterday, and now they signed two more. They, they trade and sign one as well. And Jihad Ward. They, they, Jacksonville. I'm more impressed today than I was yesterday with Jacksonville, um, because again, a lot of these moves are very frugal that Jacksonville's doing. Outside of like some couple of signings. But again, I, I'm actually kind of liking what Jacksonville's doing. Uh, it sounds like they have a strategy, which is what I didn't see the first day. So, at least I wasn't keyed in on it. Uh, Chase Daniels, backup quarterback. I'm sure somebody will sign Chase Daniels because somebody always signs Chase Daniels to ridiculous amounts of money a guy who's barely played in the nfl he's basically just a guy holding a clipboard who hangs out in the qb room probably tells some good jokes hangs out there and is just like oh yeah uh i think we should run this play this week that's all he is at this point uh they did sign a guy i'm shocked that the Lions even signed somebody in free agency they signed jamal williams uh two-year deal worth up to 7.5 million dollars uh, I, I like Jamal Williams as a running back and I'm, and apparently he was, there were other teams in the running for him. Um, I think the chiefs were one of them. Uh, I, I I'm, it was two playoff contending teams and he went to the lions. Um, but you just don't know what the, the, the money and the deals were. So two years worth up to 7.5 million. That could work out very much in the the lion. I don't know if that could really work out in the lion's favor too much. I, he's a very good, solid pass blocker. I think he's kind of a veteran guy to bring in who can help fill out the the room. Because keep in mind they have Carryon Johnson, who's not always been healthy. I mean, I like Jamal Williams better than I like having Adrian Peterson again. So that always works. Um, solid in the pass game. Solid pass blocker. Uh, kind of a thumper. Kind of a, a kind of a good shotgun runner. Uh, I'm going to miss the days of him and Aaron Jones, the the frustrations if you had uh, one of them in fantasy. Uh, and now he'll be doing that stuff to DeAndre Swift. But I think there's some usage that they can get out of that. They might run a lot of two running back sets is what I'm thinking, especially with three running backs who can all be versatile in the pass-catching game. Um, The Bengals, they made a couple of moves, probably because they're losing a, a couple of guys. They signed Mike Hilton and Jadobia Wuzier, Uh, This is telling me they are moving to a more zone-heavy defense because Chidobe Awuzie is definitely more of a zone corner. Um, Mike Hilton, very familiar with zone from his time with the Steelers. Um, is definitely – and they're losing William Jackson III. Why are they losing William Jackson III? Well, I'll tell you, folks, because that's the next team we're going to talk about, the Washington football team. And, and we talked about them losing Ronald Darby. Well, now we know why. They were in the process of working out a deal to sign William Jackson III to, to a $14 million-a-year deal uh, to come be their starting outside corner. I think this is going to be great. He's going to line up with Fuller. Uh, their d line's going to go bananas. They're going to be a tough team to beat. This is going to be a rough fight. If you're If you're going to have to go up against – now, here's the thing. To use William Jackson III correctly, you got to be running a lot of press man coverage. I, I don't remember that being a big thing in Ron Rivera's playbook. They don't really run man that often. But if you're if you sign this guy, you've got to be thinking to yourself, maybe we run a little bit more man. They did have Darby last year, and they got some work out of Darby. Maybe they kind of figure out a way to get William Jackson to work in their scheme. But I, I'm a little more shocked by this signing by Washington. Not because he's not a good player. I think it's a really good player. I think you have to know how you're using him, though. And I I don't doubt that they know how to use him, but it's just a little, yeah, it's just something out there is all I'm saying. Uh, The Jets signed Justin Hardy, formerly of the Saints, to a three-year contract. He's been more of a special teamer, kind of a depth guy. Um, So, you know, they're taking a flyer on a free agent cornerback. Pittsburgh released Vince Williams uh, probably because because they re-signed Spillane. Vikings released Shamar Steffen, um, probably because they signed Dalvin Tomlinson. Um, And the Chiefs re-signed Taco Charlton to a one-year contract. And that's it. That's that's all the stuff I have available as far as my knowledge goes. Um, I could check one real quick thing. Uh, Oh, Michael Brockers was traded from the Rams to the Lions. Dear God. Just the, the Rams and the Lions are just trading everybody now. Michael Brockers is a big get for, I think, the Lions. Uh, this move clears $6.1 million in cap space for the the, the Rams. This was actually a, a thing that the Rams were rumored to be doing, is that they were shopping Michael Brockers. Um, again, this is a guy who la- I, last year, I mentioned this before, I mentioned this, I think, on the last show, is that some of these deals might not go through. So when we were talking about guys, you know, like who, oh, they do the the, the medical checkup. He was one of those guys last year who the medical checkup. Uh, he didn't end up going to the Ravens because they they deemed him not fit. So, uh, probably for a particular injury risk, if you will. So, I, I like this for uh, Detroit. They're now replacing Danny Shelton. I don't know if he's going to cost more though, um, than what. He, he's been a solid interior defensive lineman uh he's he was an every week starter in uh 2020 uh he he's not a heavy high sack artist but again you're talking about a team that does have some familiarity with him because the gm has familiarity with him, right the 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 gm from the uh, from the lions formerly uh, uh used to be a part of the la rams uh front office if you will uh, uh, uh. sorry folks uh, Mo Ali Cox was tendered a second round tender. Um, supposedly, J.P. Finley, guy who's very much been involved with covering the Washington Football Teams, he's reporting that Curtis Samuel is a target for the WFTs. This is something I kind of would have suspected because of their background, um, with his background with uh, Ron Rivera and Turner. He's familiar with the offense already, so it's a perfect match to bring in. Uh, Lee Smith was traded uh, to the Falcons um, uh, uh, from Buffalo, so it frees up another $2.2 million for Buffalo. A little shocking because, again, the Falcons haven't really made any moves, at least as far as we know right now. Um, This maneuver, again, like I said, $2 million for Buffalo – Falcons don't have a lot of money. They did clear a little bit of space. They restructured Matt Ryan's deal. So that will help out a little bit. Um, I mentioned Kilo Witherspoon. I mentioned the Malcolm Brown trade. I mentioned the other Malcolm Brown. Uh, Brandon Wilson was re-signed by the Bengals to a two-year contract. He's really mostly a kick returner. Uh, Eagles are still trying to shop Zach Ertz. Bills signed their uh, sign mac hack uh formerly of the Miami Dolphins uh Saints signed a fullback you want to hear about fullback news and Marquis Goodwin's going to be back at the 49ers now because uh something regarding their tra- their uh something in the trade language last year I guess foresaw him not playing if you know for the opt outs and maybe that's what led to Goodwin reverting back to the 49ers instead of being on the Eagles. So now he's on the 49ers for right now. They probably release him. He wasn't in their plans last year. So we will, you know, we saw the swap last year. Now he's going to revert back to the 49ers. Uh, he'll probably be cut. He'll clear $5 million. He, he, that clears out a little bit of cap space for the Eagles at least. Um, Anything else? Vince Williams, Damian Williams. Damian Williams was released. Uh, Daryl Williams was re-signed. This clears $2 million in cap space, at least the Damian Williams thing. This is the Chiefs. Um, outside of that, JPP has a two-year contract extension. He wasn't a free agent, but that helps out a little bit of the cap space issues. We already talked about Tyrod Taylor. We talked about Marvin Jones. We talked about Vince Williams. We talked about Adoree Jackson. Sorry, I'm just going over all this. Just making sure if there's anything else. Trent Williams still hasn't hit yet. I'm still kind of wondering what's going on with him. Why hasn't anything gone on with that man? And uh, I'm still shocked about the Rodney Hudson release. David Andrews, the center for the Patriots, is rumored now to be testing out the market. Apparently, he was working on a deal to try to stay with the Patriots. Uh, Outside of that, that's all we had for today. Today uh we will be back tomorrow talk about the completion of all these deals being official uh any of the new signings or rumored signings and agreed to terms uh exciting super exciting anyway you can follow the podcast at draft on twitter at draft vice underscore football on instagram you can follow me at brojo death is in the end of life punch like a delicious drink you drink in the summer you can um like follow and subscribe and uh tweet it out, share it with your mama, share it with your uncle, share it with your cousin, uh and have a good day. When sad. I woke up this morning I was feeling pretty dangerous, I about the past, I'm about the people.